Hey, I'm Cynthia Koffel, and this is Better Regulate Than Never. This is a show where young people can find so much information about emotional health and ways that they can unlock their greatest potential. So I'm so glad that you joined me today because you are going to start this amazing journey that you won't even believe. Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 17 of Better Regulate Than Never. Happy 2021. Oh my gosh, we have waited for this year for forever. And we still have the pandemic to deal with, but it's going to get better. And um, I had a professor a long time ago that would talk about the law of averages. And so if we did really poorly on a test, he would say, well, law of averages says you're going to do better next time. The bad news was if we did really great and we practically got a perfect score, he would say law of averages next time you probably won't do so good. (laughs) But um, I think about the law of averages a lot when I think about 2020. And it just means that 2021 has got to be better than 2020 because it had so many bad things in it that the average would be this year would be better. So I hope that for all of you. I really love the new year and all the possibilities that it provides. I just get so excited about thinking about it like a blank page and you get to write down whatever you want to be on this page and you can start working towards it. You know, we did that episode about the resolutions and setting goals. And I really hope that you're thinking about that and how you're going to make 2021 the best year you've ever had. And think about all the things you can do with this year. It's, it's going to be amazing. I know when I was younger, um, I would think about goal setting and, and probably the new year and things that I wanted to do. And I would have all of these great ideas or all this excitement about it. But I really just got lost in the minutia of everyday life. And I would, I would kind of forget about those goals and forget about all those things I was so excited about. So I hope you don't like really think about, um, how you're going to make this year better. Um, over the break, I watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and I probably have watched it every year since I was little. I love that show. It's, I think it's claim, uh, it's kind of like claymation and, um, if not claymation, it's like the stop action or whatever they call up, like where they just move the characters until, you know, in different like positions as they film it. And then they put it all together. It looks like they're walking around and doing stuff, but, and hopefully you've seen it. I mean, I think it's so classic that most of you have probably seen at least part of it, but I am going to put a link in the show notes, um, because there was an, a full version on YouTube that you could watch. And I wanted you know, since I'm going to talk about it today, I thought you might want to watch it. So it will be the link is in the show notes. I think I always have paid attention to kind of the theme of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, But I think it fits into so much that we've been talking about. So I kind of wanted to, you know, compare that show with things that we've been talking about. And I'm not going to 
tell you the whole premise of this. I'm hoping that what I talk about will make sense, but um, you could always go and watch the show and then come back and listen to this episode if if it doesn't seem to be making sense to you. But if you've heard the song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which probably most of you have, it kind of follows that a little bit. I mean, obviously, there's more characters in the show than there is in the song, because in the song, it's just about Rudolph, but it has to do with not conforming. So Rudolph in the show, and then there's a character, Hermie the Elf, and Yukon Cornelius. Of course, there's other characters, but these characters in particular don't conform to uniformity. They leave their community because they don't get along with others, um, and not because of them, but because they're different, other people are mean to them because they don't conform. When they run away, they find an island of misfit toys, which the misfit toys are also not belonging. And they are on the island because they were abandoned by boys and girls that didn't love them or didn't like these toys. And that's what made them misfit. And they, some of them have like weird names or things that are kind of wrong with them. And so that's why they're on this island of misfit toys. And so Rudolph and his friends um, on their journey find this island and they want to stay on the island because they are also misfits. And they just think, well, we're misfits, this island of misfits, we should live here. And the king tells them no. He essentially tells them that you have you have work to do for others and you can't stay on the island of misfit toys. You belong when you are willing to do things for others. Your quirks make you uniquely able to do this. And I feel like this is what I've kind of been saying in all of these episodes. So I thought I, you know, this show might help you to kind of see what I'm trying to talk about. Every one of us is on a journey and we are born with all the tools we need for that journey. We have, we, we just have to look at our strengths, our talents, our gifts, our resources, and figure out what is our contribution to this planet and our little corner of the world, which uh, essentially contributes to the whole planet. You can't be like everyone else or we won't get our job done because we all have different jobs. And so that means that we're going to need different tools and different strengths and different things that have happened to us so that we can perform our duty, our job in this world. So let's look at Rudolph. He was born with a red nose and no one else had that. It didn't conform to the uniformity of black noses. His parents tried to hide it, and so did he. When that didn't work, because it never works to hide things like that about us, the others, and even adults in this movie, which was very disturbing, made fun of Rudolph and treated him badly because of this thing he was born with. Rudolph compared himself to others and assumed right away that no one would accept him because he was different. Hermie the elf is supposed to do what elves do, at least in this show, which is make toys. But he doesn't want to make toys. He wants to be a dentist. The other elves and his boss are mean to him because he isn't conforming 
to the norm of making toys. He decides to leave the elf community because he doesn't belong and he wants to find a way to be a dentist. Now, we don't see much of the background for Yukon Cornelius, but he is a quirky prospector who has to sniff out and taste the ground to see if there is silver and gold. And I assume, though I don't think I've ever tried to smell or taste silver and gold, but I don't think you can smell and taste them. So, so far, he hasn't been very successful in finding either of those things. And so Yukon is different from other prospectors. And so he's traveling around by himself, probably because he doesn't belong and doesn't um, feel like he fits in with other prospectors. This story could be our story. How many of us feel like we don't fit in? Oh my gosh. I have felt like I didn't fit in for most of my life, at least through my 30s. By that point, I kind of started figuring out what I'm trying to tell you in this episode and some of the other episodes that it doesn't matter that we're not like everyone else. And thank goodness we're not actually. But it was really hard for me, especially as a young person to feel like I wasn't like other people because I just desperately wanted to fit in. And I just wanted to be like other people. Now, I'm glad I didn't run away to find out that people really did love me and need me. Um, And I think that that is the problem with this kind of thinking. People actually do run away or close themselves off from everyone and everything because they think they don't belong. This is not helpful and it won't serve you. All humans are built to be connected to others. That is the only way that we survived primitively because having a community around you helped you to survive. And that same thing actually helps us now. Now, it doesn't help us to physically survive necessarily. We don't need a group to hunt and keep us warm and all of those things, but we still need that connectivity to other people. Um, And those people can be our family and hopefully they are our family because we live with them and that's really important. But sometimes it's not our immediate family, but it could be a group of friends, could be your neighborhood, it could be your work buddies, it could be um, any kind of group where you feel like you belong and you feel successful in that group. When we assume that we don't belong to the group, sometimes we pretend to be someone else, someone that fits into the group better. Now, I will say that there are different ways to behave with different groups. Just like you wouldn't wear a swimsuit to work as work attire, you have different ways of interacting if you were at school versus when you are around your friends after school. Or you may have a way that you are around your parents versus the way you are with your buddies. And I still have that. I um, have a different way of interacting with people when they're my friends and my peer group. And I wouldn't necessarily, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't act like that around my mom. So um, that isn't being inauthentic with yourself necessarily. That's just um, social norms of how you should act in different settings. But um, if you have to completely change who you are to fit in with a group, that's when this gets tricky. You need to choose friends that are like you or that they like you for your authentic self, not a pretend version. Sometimes we try on unhealthy behaviors to feel better. We might start using drugs or alcohol, using pornography, or 
We might have personality behaviors, like we might be the angry person, or we might be passive aggressive, where we act like we are okay with something, but then we don't do it behind their back. Um, we might procrastinate because we're just trying to avoid certain things. Or just not fulfilling our job as a student or a friend. These behaviors can turn into bullying others and treating others badly or even trying to use fear to force people to pay attention to us or love us. And that's essentially being an abusive friend or an abusive partner. This is similar to the abominable snowman in the story um, who chased the misfits on their journey and also trapped Rudolph's family in a cave. Sometimes we retreat from the world with other misfits and flaunt our misfitness to others, usually with anger towards the others who are not like us. We put ourselves on the island of misfit toys and leave little way to escape that island. Unfortunately, I've seen many young people just withdraw completely from people. They stay in their rooms, they play online games, and they do not do anything outside of themselves to build connections sometimes even with their own families. None of these ways of coping fix the real problem, which is that we feel like we don't belong to a group and we definitely want to belong and feel connected to a group. Some students would tell me that they do belong and feel cared for by their online community. Now, I believe there is a place for that kind of connection but you cannot substitute real live physical connections for online ones only. The online community should be in addition to already healthy in-person relationships that you have with family and friends. I realize that retreating into yourself or with a small band of misfits feels safe. And after being mistreated by others, it seems like a logical reaction to that. But remember when I talked about our brain trying to protect us, but sometimes what our brain tells us to do is not what is best for us. Our, our brain is going to tell us to stay in bed and don't chance making new friends because they will just hurt us anyway. That doesn't help us grow and challenge ourselves. I was one of those misfits that decided to be totally unique and force that issue to get the attention I wanted. I felt like I couldn't get attention in the right ways, in the conforming ways, like being popular or being good at sports. So I would get attention for being wild and unique with the flair of anger mixed in. This didn't work as I wanted it to. And I, and I just retreated and said, I didn't care. And I didn't need those people anyway, but that wasn't true. I was causing my own misery by being angry at their reaction to me. We can be whoever we want to be, but we cannot control what other people will think of that version of us. We have to be okay with that. If we truly like who we are and how we dress and what quirky habits we have, then we should own them peacefully. I think that the secret to getting people to accept them is being confident in who you are, being confident in the weirdness of you and liking the weirdness of you. The people that are causing you the most problems are the ones who don't have a clue who they are, or they are threatened in some way about what you have. If you are confident in yourself, you accept yourself, 
And you also accept that others, the accept other people the way they are. This is a lesson that you need to learn sometime in life. If you don't learn it in high school or college, you will continue to be faced with it until you do. Your life will be more peaceful if you choose to let everyone just be who they want to be. You can't change them or their thoughts anyway, so don't waste time suffering because of that fact. If you figure out this lesson now, your adult life will go in the direction that feels good and you don't have to try to people please, which really doesn't work anyway. It just causes you to get angry and upset with everyone in your circle and beyond. Let's think of a different way of handling being nonconformists. In the movie, our misfit characters use their uniqueness to save the day. So Rudolph saves Christmas with his shiny red nose. Hermie saves his friends from the abominable snowman or snow monster with his dental skills and helps his boss with tooth care. Yukon Cornelius discovers a peppermint mine with mine with his unique style of finding silver or gold. Even the abominable snowman helps put the star on the tree. Most of you probably didn't know that Yukon Cornelius discovered a peppermint mine at the end of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I didn't know this either until I read some history about the 1964 movie. In the movie, the king on the island of misfit toys wants Rudolph and his friends to tell Santa about the toys on the island and hopes that Santa will come and pick them up on Christmas Eve and take them to girls and boys around the world who will love them. In the original movie, Santa does not go to the island and rescue the misfit toys. The ending is of Yukon Cornelius discovering a peppermint mine. There was such an outrage from the audience that the, because the toys were not rescued, um, many people wrote to the TV station to complain about the ending. The next year, the movie, they, they changed the ending of the movie to rescue the misfits, but they had to leave out the part about Yukon Cornelius. So, you know, the rural world really does want the misfit to win because we all feel like we are misfits. Remember what is normal episode? We talked about the fact that there is no such thing as normal. We don't have to be uniform, just like everyone else, to contribute to our families, our schools, our communities, or the world. We all have different gifts and talents that we bring into this world and that are uniquely created to help different groups of people and situations. We need people doing all sorts of work in this world. So we all need to have different ways of seeing and sensing the world to fill all of those jobs. I hope this gives you some things to think about this shiny new year. How do you want to show up this year? How do you want to be this year? Send me a message and let me know what your new year's goals are. Thank you for listening today. And please share this episode with your friends on social media. If you are able to rate and review where you listen to podcasts, please do that. I would love to hear from you and I would love to, to be able to share those ratings on my social media. Every day we get to decide what our thoughts are going to be. Choose wisely. Talk to you soon.
Thanks for listening to Better Regulate Than Never. Music in this episode was provided by archesaudio.com. Make sure you check out the show notes for links and activities that will help you to get the most out of this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. If you enjoy this show, don't forget to review and rate us wherever you get podcasts.